Welcome to A Love Worth Dying For, a podcast about the triumphs, challenges, and redemption of marriage and family life from a biblical worldview. We hope to challenge and help you cultivate a love of family truly worth dying for. We're Joseph and Janelle Banks, and this is What's Up. How's it going? This is Joseph and Janelle Banks for a Love Worth Dying podcast. And we're continuing to discuss some of the issues that couples and marriages have and what are some of the solutions. Um, Of course, we're not professionals. We're going to do the same things, but I think we've learned a few things on the way while being married for over 15 years. And you know that in, in in life, you have your ups and downs and you have times where you're going to go through pains and struggles, but we want to encourage um, any listeners who are going through those things that there is hope that God still loves you, those who are in his body, those who are trusting in him and him alone, that he is there for us. And he has provided us tools and, uh, and needs and of people who can help us through these times. And it's very difficult. And one of the biggest challenges in marriage is what we're going to talk about today, finances. Um, and we know that when you're single, depending on who you are, you have a, a view of finances or money. And... I guess you have to decide what your view is. And once you start getting in a relationship with another person, discussing those views or discussing what you what your financial goals are and what are some of the issues you have with money. Because I think a lot of people don't deal with that when it comes to getting married. They get married out of love or, or desire to be with someone, but they don't discuss a lot of those issues they don't discuss their debts they don't discuss any problems they have they don't discuss what they like to do with money and those things can cause divisions and struggles and also problems and in some cases even lead to divorce so we're going to just kind of look at how we looked at money and you know how others look at money and what are some things we can do to better our relationship when it deals with money? And what are some things we can do to better our financial footprint in this world? So, Janelle, what are some of the things that, or some some of the ways that you felt about money before, you know, we got married? Or just some, what are some of the ways that you feel that others think about money before they get married? Well, one thing I would say is that some people look at marriage as a way to have financial security. Some people do Mm. marry for money. Hopefully, you know, those that are in Christ aren't just marrying someone just because of their money. But I think that's a normal aspect of, of getting married, especially from a woman's point of view. When you think about women, um, you know, bearing children and raising those children, especially if you believe that um, your wife 
will be the one to care for your kids rather than sending your child to like a daycare or having a nanny or whatever um, to take care of your kids. During that time period, your wife may not be able to bring in income. So obviously she's going to need for a spouse, her husband, to be able to take care of her, the kids, all their basic needs and even things beyond. Mm-hmm. Now, as far as me, what was I thinking? My personal views. Um, I just kind of think back from just growing up. We didn't have a lot of money. And Same here. I, we probably had less than you. Well, no, we had less than you. Because my mom was a single mom. And she maybe had up to a sixth grade um education she never got her high school um diploma although she did try to go get her GED but being a single mom and working during the day um she didn't really like the idea of leaving my sister and I um at night to go to the classes now I don't know if there were other reasons but I know that was kind of like her um reasoning was she didn't want to kind of leave us at night alone for her to go to um, get those classes. So she never got her GED. I know my mom was a very smart woman. She had a lot of different skills, um, but she never moved forward financially from what I could see um, using some of those skills or even um, furthering her knowledge and education beyond just um her sixth grade education she was very skilled in like sewing cooking um she was a very loving and generous person um even when we didn't have stuff so i kind of think back to times there was a um i guess it was maybe like an orphanage or something like that i think they called it queen louise home or something like that Um, And I just remember a lot of times my mom would give away things that we weren't using, um, very gently used stuff. And I remember one time she gave away our bikes and we were like, wait a minute, we weren't really using it. But looking back now, I'm like, okay, yeah, that was a good thing to give away something that was in good condition that we weren't using anymore um, and that another child could benefit from. So kind of just thinking about, I know also times where I would be given money the few times that we didn't have like an ongoing like allowance or anything but um I just always remembered being the type to hold on to what I had and spend very little of what I had and um I think I kind of took that with me into adulthood it's like I was never a big spender I'm still not a big spender But with the little I have, I do desire to give and share when I can with others. But I never really look at what I work for or what I earn to really do a whole lot for myself, I guess. And maybe that was something I kind of learned from my mom. Like my mom was always giving to other people and she never, from what I could see, she never really used her money to do a whole lot for herself. Like she wasn't the type to go and get her hair, nails, 
you know, like I said, she sewed, so she made her own clothes. She did her own hair, you know, that sort of thing. So I think I took a lot of what I saw from my mom growing up. And even though that may not have been what she wanted to pass down, it was something that I took. Um, so. All right. Yeah. And, you know, of course, we had two different upbringings and, of course... Um, your your upbringing was very different and your views on money um, have been different than mine and I guess for me um, even though um, both my parents did work um, we discussed money but and I even had a, a, an account a bank account through my mom's school where she was a teacher so I've had money in a credit union for a while and I never had um, I never did I never I never really started working until I guess the 11th or 12th grade that was my first job when I worked at Kroger so but my views on I never received like an allowance per se I think I got sometimes a little something but I didn't receive allowance but you know our, our our I guess basic needs getting met and didn't have a lot of money either. Um, but you know we I think my parents really had differences in money and that kind of caused tension in our home when it comes to different things. But I think also just communication was a big issue in my home. So if there's issues with communication, then other topics that can be dealt with as a husband and wife will be cloudy also because mm-hmm. of those communication issues. And so that is, that that's one of those things, but regardless of those past, you, it comes to a point where you have to make decisions in the present right. on what to do. And, you know, beyond, you know, just the basic needs that you have to live when it comes to, Dealing with finances, um, right. you know, clothes, shelter, paying the bills, food, yeah. food, gas, money. Well, in this time, not many <laughs> people driving as much as before because of the the COVID. Well, I don't know. It's, people Even are kind of getting back people, out there. People back out there, but it's the still as nice as it was prior to. Yeah. Um. You know, there are ways in which people are um, learning more about finances and learning about what you can do with finances. Um, um, people, so a lot of people are working extra jobs. A lot of people are um, investing their money, um, whether it's in property, whether it's in stocks and bonds, whether it's in other type of um, investments. People are receiving money. I know a guy at my job who received money from an inheritance he got. Um, even when my mother passed, um, I think both our parents had had money coming to us in one shape or another so they had a foresight into even what to do if something was to happen in them in their finances but these are things where we have to discuss these things and communicate with um your your spouse when it comes to marriage and finances and i think one of the big things which i know gina and i are trying to work through and is you know looking at money from a biblical point of view 
and looking at it from, you know, what can we do not only to keep the money in, because as we know, money is just here. It's a, it's a temporary earthly thing. Mm-hmm. You know, money is just a temporary earthly thing, but it is something that we have to be stewards of. Right. And for those who don't know, being a steward is being a person who can shepherd over money, taking care of it, making sure that it's, it's used um, in the context that that um, we can use it. Mm-hmm. Um, and like we was talking about having your basic needs met. Um, but I mentioned before that sometimes we have these things that in our finances, which causes some stress and one of those things is, um, and I'm going to might as well start with this kind of big thing prior to other other things because we do have some a few statistics on what how um, how finances have caused divorce and how those numbers have have changed throughout the years. But debt is one of the biggest things which we hear a, a lot of people talking about. There's a lot of blogs about. There's a lot of um, different type of materials and tools that have been produced in book form and online on YouTube. Right. And that's one thing that we had when we got married. Um, both of us had um, student loans. Um, I think we both had. Um, uh, I think well, we didn't have when we got married. We didn't have car bills to pay with. But, you know, we had a few credit cards, maybe a couple credit cards, which that's one of the biggest issues. So how how do we feel about debt, which I tell you right now, I hate debt. Um, And you sometimes wish you can go back and erase that because, you know, that's the biggest one of the biggest issues with your marriage and sometimes the contention that you have. But unfortunately, you can't go back in time and, and and change the decisions that you made, even if they were for good decisions. I think especially we're talking about students, student loan debt. Because you always think, oh, man, I'm going to get a good job. I'm going to pay this off. And you're really not thinking, you know, about the cost. Mm-hmm. So, you know, what are, how did you feel um, about student loan debt or any debt um, from, you know, even our mortgage is really a debt that we still have to pay. Um, how'd you feel about that um, in the marriage? And, you know, what are some of the issues you had? And then what do you feel are some of the solutions to these issues, not only for us, but even the listeners who may be going through some of those same issues when it comes to the debt that you've incurred? Because um, we know we talk about making money. When finances, you want to be able to make money, you want to you know, work and maybe even work another job or start a business. But, you know, a lot of times you want to do all that because you have debt that you're trying to pay off. Mm-hmm. So what do you feel about okay, that? Okay, that was a loaded <laughs> question. Um, so my thoughts on debt. It, I mean, I guess for me, it's like you don't want to owe anyone. I think right. just kind of thinking to the Bible, um, I remember there's a verse that talks about owing um, or not owing anything but um, love to another person. That's um, Romans 13, 8. Yeah. So I may be saying it 
a little wrong, but basically you don't want to have to owe debt to anyone. Um, I guess I kind of look at it as lending someone something and it's something that you still want and treasure yet they're not giving it back to you. Um, when Mm -hmm. I think of debt now, the Bible doesn't tell us that we shouldn't borrow money, but I guess when I think death, I think more of you have gone way over your head and you know, this is something that is going to take a whole different mindset, a whole, um, a whole lot of work, um, and a really good plan in order to pay back. But of course, you know, you can have, have debt and it just be something, oh, but you're able to pay it back and pay it back when it's due. Mm-hmm. Um, when you think of student loans, most people aren't able to just pay it all back all at once when it's due. Um, and right. the type of loans they are, they're, they're not those loans that get forgiven typically. Of course, there are special plans with, um, if you maybe are a gover- certain government or public service worker or teachers, things like that. It's kind of interesting because I was teaching at one point and when I heard about that, um, where uh, teachers that work in low income schools and things like that, that you could have your student loan um, forgiven. I was like, oh yeah, I need to check into that. Right. Um, and when I did, it, it was very interesting because they said if I had taken out my loan a month later, I would qualify for that. Mm. And it just kind of helped me to kind of put life and things into perspective because I know God is sovereign over all things and nothing gets past him. And if I believe that I'm a child of God, then I also believe that um, God knew that this debt would cause me and hopefully my children and my spouse to rely and trust in him totally and completely for it to be forgiven. Like I I wouldn't be able to say, Oh, I worked in a title one school and my debt got forgiven because I was working in a title one school. Like, no, it is like, I just know that I'm going to have to say all credit, honor, due glory, reverence goes to God because whatever means that occurs or that we um are able to pay off our debt by i know it's only gonna be by god's grace right and um as far as like our marriage uh i think initially i mean i i knew we didn't have a lot of money getting married because that was the whole kind of interesting um what once we did get um well, while we were engaged and about to get married, I think like a few months, you had lost your job. Right. Um, I was in school at the time and I was working probably like just like odd end jobs. And I think I had like a um, like a work study job or whatever. So mm-hmm. obviously that wasn't a lot of income. Right. And of course, we still decided to go forward with get in our house which looking back I'm like I'm By not the really grace of God, sure if we should have done that but yeah. you know God allowed for it 
and we made that decision and i guess we right. just have to stick by the decisions that we've made even though we thinking back we would have been like maybe we should have made a different decision maybe gotten right. an apartment or whatever but you know we got married and everything like that eventually you got um you know another job and right. You know, later, actually. yeah, and then almost immediately we found out that we were um, expecting, and things kind of went downhill with my health. So, um, of course, that caused some other friction with finances and how you're going to pay for this and pay for that. Um, but God allowed us to make our mortgage payments and and have food and you know, my medication and just take care of all the things that we needed, our basic needs, even though I guess we weren't necessarily doing all that we could possibly to um, do that on our own. And and we are grateful for God's, um, you know, grace through that period. But we also know it's very important for us to have a plan Mm-hmm. Um, have a financial plan and also to to work because we know that you know we were recently going through um, a Bible study at church and the topic was on work now we're going to continue it next year but um, I really want to like just go back and listen to those because I think there was a lot of information in there that really um it really helps to shape your view and mindset on working and and being able to provide for yourself and other people and to be generous and all those things is you're gonna have to work you you, you know money is not just gonna come dropping from the trees or right. like some people may think oh if i sow a seed money just gonna appear like no right. you have to you know, you can sow a seed, like maybe in a, a financial investment or something like that. Um, but you're going to have to put in work and work can look different for different people. Sometimes it's manual labor, you know, mm-hmm. where you're lifting and moving and digging and sweating. Or sometimes it's that, you know, you're thinking about things and making calculations and, and assessing and writing and all of those things, but you're going to have to put in some work. Um, and that could be done through, um, an employer having a job, um, or you can do it through your own business, but you're going to have to put in the work in order to be able to meet your financial needs and beyond. Because think about it. Like if we just say we're going to work to just meet our basic needs. So like pay our mortgage, um, uh, you know, get food, you know, your utilities, gas, offering, and that just be it, then you don't leave any wiggle room for like emergencies. Right. Um, or even just things that come up because in the Bible talks about us helping to bear the burdens of others. And, you know, we have been blessed that others have bared our burdens Um, And we definitely want to be able to bear the burdens of others in the body of Christ that are going through those things. So I guess what I want to say is like, if, if we are to think helping the kingdom to grow Mm -hmm. and 
doing everything to honor and glorify God, then we got to think about us working more than just meeting our basic needs. Right. And I guess that's why you hear a lot of people these days talk about having that side hustle or multiple streams of income Mm -hmm. because, you know, gone are the days where you could just, um, you know, rely on that one income to meet all your needs and beyond. Like you today is different. Um, The same concept you still got put into work though. Right. And that's, that's one of the things which I think, um, is the is the major theme is is you have to put in the work um to make sure that your finances are straight to make sure that you're on the same page with your spouse when dealing with finances and to you got to pray with and for each other um and you have to try and find out ways to to um find out ways to um multiply your efforts mm-hmm. when it comes to dealing with some of the struggles that you're having but you have to I think communication will always be key when right. it comes to any issue you that you together. have because you have to work together you have to communicate you have to you have to sometimes look at your life and what has led you to make the decision that you've made when you deal with finances and you have it's sometimes a hard pill to swallow I know for myself it was my wife is a little bit more focus on trying to budget and trying to do a plan and trying to do these things and I know I'm I, for me it's sometimes a little struggle for that because I've always been kind of very kind of at ease and kind of just I have not been a very not that very good planner um <laughs> you know she's the one who likes to do outlines and make sure there's everything is is, is together and she has all her all her points and all her you know that, that old saying goes have her um T's cross her eyes dotted, dotted eyes and T's cross, and that's something which I've never, which I think that was something that when it came to me, I've never really thought about. Um, I always wanted to find ways to bring in income and to do those things, but it's like really having a plan set aside, having these the, your 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 goals set aside and things of that nature i never had that so it's always been kind of a struggle to kind of work with someone who's very arduous and very focused on doing that and you know janelle has has always gathered lots of great resources um from um i think one she has right here now um uh, crown crown ministries money life matters and she um listens to Dave Ramsey and she listens to some other podcasts and deals with money and I'm starting to do that now um, and not only about just making more money but ways of looking at money right those and, um, decisions because when you think about like your what your your core views that's gonna dictate your behavior your actions it's the decisions you make is gonna be based on what you think what right. you, or what you know what you think Right. So you're going to have, you have to really dig deep. You know, this is, um, and this podcast, we really, I thought it was going to go one episode, but we're going to have to go two because I think when you really think about it, we really have, didn't even, haven't gone into the reasons why. And I think a lot of people divorce when it comes to finances on really 
selfish reasons. You know, one person looks at money as being their money, another person is their money. People go into marriage with separate bank accounts. Um, people go into the marriage, um, even putting in stipulations in their marriage, you know, by, you know, if, if we happen to get the divorce, this amount goes to me, this amount goes to you. Mm-hmm. So there are different people look at their money in more, in, a, in, a, in greater terms than they do their marriage. So they try and protect their money rather than trying to protect their marriage. Well, I think also it goes to what value do, do you put on marriage? Because, right. or what, what do you think you're going into marriage for? Like, do you think the marriage is just to, to meet your sexual needs? You know, I know if people, you know, I think the Bible says somewhere about, you know, if you're, it's better to, um, to marry, to marry than, to burn, than, than to burn, than to burn. Right. So if, if, if that's your only mindset, although it's biblical, that's not the only reason that people should marry. marry right. And then that's not the purpose of marriage either. Right. Um, so it is a I benefit guess, of marriage, but it's not the purpose Yeah, it's a benefit. But, so I guess having the right mindset of, you know, although I may be having these certain benefits, we got to keep in mind the main thing. And I think right. it, it, it's a hard thing because we are selfish beings. Like just, you know, because of the fall, we have, we have really, I mean, that was one of the big things with Adam and Eve. They, they started blaming each other you right. know, after, after they sinned, after they disobeyed God, they started to blame each other. And that's, that's something which goes mm-hmm. down the line to where we are. Even today, people are blaming each other um, because of um, decisions that they made mm-hmm. and, Finance is one of the, it's, it's one of the um, big things we have in our marriage because you know with the finances coming in that like Janelle said they cover our basic needs and other needs that we have, um, but then because of either misuse or because of selfish intentions or because of maybe you just don't have no no view of it. <laughs> they they lack it, of knowledge to people. You know it what causes it, lack of vision, lack of knowledge. People perish. Yeah, because of the yeah the lack of knowledge, and so, you know, we hope that you know you guys will um, really focus on what are we going to do, not just to either make more money or what we're going to do to get out of debt, but what are we going to do to to um, come together, right? Um, and t- and discuss these issues and it's tough depending on the yeah. spouse you know <laughs> like it's tough for us <laughs> m- m- most you know some for a lot of times the the women are more on point than the men um men are a little bit more either lackadaisical or um a little more frivolous but not um, always not always it, it, like i said it switches back and forth sometimes the man who's who's more um money crunching and stuff like that and <laughs> penny pinching and in the case um but like i said it's, money is is a tool that we use it's mm. it's it's something which we have created in our society to be able to to buy goods buy services to right. trade to do things um in our life to help us to take care of our, our our basic needs and other things we have to do in this world but it's just an earthly tool you know after right. this life there will money will not matter um, but while here, well, we need to well, yeah, focus. we'll talk a little bit more about that because I guess you think about 
you know, some of our listeners may have children. So, well, they're not talking you know, about creating a, a you know, the generational legacy, leg- a financial yeah. legacy for your family. That part will matter. Yeah, we'll yeah. definitely talk about that because that's something which even Janelle and I are discussing when we talk about life insurance, when we're talking about college um, goals and, and the funds you want to um, leave behind for your, for your children and your grandchildren and what should you do about that. And these are these are like I said, these are di- difficult decisions that if you're going to be in mar- be in a marriage, you have to discuss them and you have to look at them and you have to really take a hard look at yourself. Right. Um, you know, it's something which I'm Self-evaluation. doing. Self evaluation. And it's, it's, it's difficult because yeah. some people they're on point. Like my wife, she's on point with money. <laughs> um, well, and I mean, I I'm the one who have to evaluate more about finances. Um, even though I'm the one that pays all the bills, um, but you know, it's something which we have to, I have to look at, you know, what are my views? You know, how do I look at money? Um, because I'm, you know, I, 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 we have different views and we have to, you know, take those hard looks and we have to have those make tough sure decisions. Yeah. Cause uh, make and, sure and they're aligned with God's word. If we say yeah. that, you know, we want to, um, please God that we want to live for him then you know he's given us the guidelines the principles within his word right. to operate in that way and for me I, I'm just kind of even seeing this more and more like a lot of problems we have is for either lack of knowledge of God's word or being disobedient to God's word right um and that just causes us more problems down the line. Not saying that being in Christ and, and following his word that you won't have situations that come up. Right. But I am likely to think that it won't be as bad as when you're disobeying right, um, and, and, and or acting out of ignorance. You don't know. Right. Um, so that kind of leads me to just... Just um, just reminding you guys to read your word. And this is something I have been struggling with over the years. And, you know, I've gotten to the point where I'm like, I'm, I'm finally just seeing like, man, nothing else really matters but God. Right. Um, the kingdom of God is, is so important. Um, but I just think over the years, like, wow, like I thought the kingdom of God was important, but my actions didn't show that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I want to be more honoring to God in not just, you know, like people say your lip service. Don't just say I love God or I love God's people or, you know, I love the church, things like that. But then your actions, your behavior, you know, like to me, I would be a bit ashamed to you know, publicly say how much debt we're in and, and, and the reasons why we're in this debt, not just, um, okay, we made decisions. We had some ignorance in there, lack of knowledge, but also just, um, we were wicked in our response to taking all our earnings to repaying that debt. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I don't feel like that is a good witness to God. And that's why we're trying to be more of a better witness to God. Um, 
not that we are just so good and want to pay back our debt, but that we know it honors God. Mm -hmm. Um, and we want to, you know, honor God in everything we do. Right. And so we hope that you will try and honor God in everything you do. And even for the next episode, we'll discuss, you know, the four ways you can utilize money. Um, and I know for us being, being Christians, you know, uh, uh, giving our church offering offering money to our church is also one of the ways which we mm-hmm. utilize money right. but we'll talk about um saving investing spending Budgeting. and and, and <laughs> also um giving giving, giving away money um because like i said do we make money not to just be sticklers and just keep it in our bank right. accounts and don't do anything with it um you know this is a, it's a big world and there are things we would love to do and, and places we would love to be or love to see and things experiences we would love, love to have. And we are, we are allowed to do that, but we should always be mindful of, of, of the finances that we do have and to be able to communicate those things with our spouse um, and even to be able to teach our kids about it so that they don't go through the same issues and problems that we have they'll have problems but if we can be able to give them knowledge so that they won't make some of the same mistakes we've made then hopefully the next generation will have a better foothold on finances especially when they get into marriage than we did but we thank god for his grace and allowing us to be where we are so that we can move forward rather than go backwards Okay, so three things I just um, want to leave you all with until the next episode is if right now you and your spouse are in a, a financial crunch and it's really weighing down on you, really weighing down on your relationship, your family, um, all those things, I really, really, really um, want to let you know that God is here. He hears, he cares, and I want to say Go through your Bible. You can go to the back of your Bible mm-hmm. um, or you can search online because these days online has everything. Right. And just do, an, do a search on things like debt, um, money, uh, maybe borrowing, lending, that sort of thing. Right. And just see what the Bible has to say about those things, being a generous giver, all of that. Right. Just look those um, keywords up and just see what the bible has to say because that's the word of god and we want to follow god's word okay right and then the other thing i want you to do is to pray for yourself and your spouse most definitely and do it often right and then the third thing is i want you to pray with your spouse about your finances yeah i think that's something you that's a start yeah, you got to start. start. As yeah. long as you have, but you have the right, have the right mindset to want to do that. And if you really want to get finances on track, um, if your prayer has to be the one of the biggest things that we do, mm-hmm. we have to in, in, we have to involve God in our spot in our finances, right. rather than Him being a secondary issue. Got that God needs to be the beginning of our of our decision makings and all the things that we have to do when dealing with our finances, so that they can get better. And we can make better decisions and have a more fulfilling marriage and not have to struggle on things like finances or money inside of our marriage. Right. So we hope you enjoyed this episode of A Love Worth Dying For. Definitely make sure to 
like, share, and subscribe this episode with your family and friends. We hope that you have benefited from it in a little way. Um, and we pray that uh, you will continue to listen to our podcast as we have more things coming down the down the line to hopefully be able to um, encourage and help you in your marriage and to get over the things, um, the struggles that you may be having in a marriage and to look to God as the answer to all our problems um, in our marriages, in our relationships and in our families. So until then, this is Joseph and Janelle Banks for a love worth dying for. Have a great day. God bless. Thank you for listening to a Love Worth Dying For podcast. We hope you were encouraged, educated, and blessed by the show. Hope to see you back again on our next episode. You can check us out on Twitter at Love Worth Dying For or email us at alovewortdyingfor at gmail.com. So until next time, Grace, peace, and love to the glory of God.